we have a hundred percent success rate in not returning to the addiction lifestyle. We have we have a couple mamas that have gotten their kids back. One of them uh, a couple years ago was the very first time she has four children, and it was the very first time that she has ever had all four of her children underneath her roof for Christmas. Welcome to Cascade Views, a discussion with Central Oregon leaders. Your host is Michael Seip, founder of 10X Catalyst Groups and Crosspoint Capital, community leader and best-selling author. The purpose of these discussions is to share the views and insights of local leaders from a variety of community sectors on a range of timely and important regional and state issues. With that, now here is your host, Michael Seip. Thanks for joining us on Cascade Views. This is Michael Seip, and for today's episode, I have the unique privilege to welcome my wife, Kathy Co. Seip, to the show today. Kathy is the founding director of New Each Morning, which is a nonprofit organization that works with women graduates of alcohol and drug addiction recovery programs. The New Each Morning team of volunteers provides connection and positive accountability to clients while championing the women to thrive as healthy, productive members of the community. You can learn about the organization at neweachmorning.org. That's neweachmorning.org. I suppose it would be a bit much to brag on my wife in this venue, but I am immensely proud of Kathy for what she's created. So it's my great pleasure to welcome Kathy Kosype to the show. Hi, Kathy. (laughs) Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity to be here, and I also appreciate the support you and the 10X Catalyst groups have given to launching New Each Morning and our success. You bet. Well, I obviously know a little bit about your background, and it's not what one would normally expect for someone doing what you're doing with New Each Morning. So fill us in just a little on your journey and what gave you the desire to start a program like this. Well, the desire came from a need that was revealed to me as I volunteered for a couple of years at one of the local program uh, recovery centers here in Bend. And I would watch the women come in and from just, just the most broken places and they would come in and they would go through the program, which typically takes, uh, I would say, an average of about a year. They would go through the program and they would graduate and then they would go out and I I would watch and there was like, great job, have a nice life. And there was no support out there basically for the women that were graduating there. And so I realized, wow, we have a great gap in our community and that gap needs to be, that needs to be filled. And being a hairdresser for 40 years and always having a heart for women, I had no idea how to do that. And so I worked with a coach and through much prayer and a lot of growing and stretching and great support around me, we uh, created New Each Morning. And New Each Morning is post-recovery support for women specifically that are coming out of the treatment programs in our area. Well, before we get into the specifics of New Each Morning, let's just talk big picture, okay? The, the problems of addiction, mental health, and homelessness are huge topics right now. 
So give us an overview of the landscape. What issues uh, that people are facing, uh, what uh, that can lead to, and then what the overall support process is that they might choose to tap into. Right. Well, as we all know, addiction and homelessness and mental health are a huge problem. And it, what has happened is now it's become a generational problem. And so we're dealing with generations of of these challenges. So they're, they're coming in um, to the programs from, you know, from prison. They're coming in off the street. They're coming in from poverty, job loss, addiction, homelessness, abandonment, um, and, you know, from abusive scenarios. So they're coming in and some are seeking help, some are not. Some go to prison, some go to a shelter, some go to transitional housing. But the goal is to get them into different treatment facilities, which we're lacking, especially in the mental health here in Central Oregon. So what are the general success rates and outcomes of some of the treatment facilities or transitional places that um, people can go to? Well, once they go into the treatment program, different treatment programs locally, they may go through the program, but the recidivism rate is is probably 60% of just returning. So when they do go through the programs and they come out, those are the women that we want to work with because we want to keep them moving forward in still a challenging role because they're in a new identity not to return back to, you know, homelessness or um, prison even, or even death. I mean, there's so many that just die out there from, from the fentanyl. Um, that's such a problem now, but for many reasons, but we want to just keep them going. So your clients, it sounds like have really beaten the odds. Um, so maybe you could just give us a general profile of uh, of new each morning clients. You know, what kind of circumstances bring them into a recovery program and what do they learn while they're in a recovery program? Okay. Well, the, the women that go into the programs are, they've hit rock bottom. They, they have no more resources. They have no more um connections for help they need they need a program so they come to the program and basically in a lot of them they learn grace grace for themselves grace there it's a place for them to heal and they learn a lot of things but they also have to unlearn so the things that they have the tools and the skills that they have used in survival mode for so long they have to now release those and learn new skills and new tools to replace those for life-giving, to go out and to do life rather than lead a destructive life. So they learn communication skills. They learn the triggers for um, in their past for what makes them turn to the alcohol or to the drug or to unhealthy um, life choices. So there's a lot of unlearning and replacing with 
with the new skills and how to cope in in situations where they would be triggered. So basically with a clarity of mind and hope that they do not have to continue living or go back to living in that survival mode, um, but that they can make choices. And in those choices, it just keeps moving them forward. So what's it like then when they graduate? So they faithfully work through the program. They're, you know, they've uh, learned some of their triggers. They've, they've learned some things. They've unlearned some things and they've built some new skills and they've gotten uh, clarity of mind and, and clearly motivated because they've gone through this program. So now, voila, they're a graduate. So what's their situation and what do they face? Well, it's almost like starting over again. Um, you know, they started from a place of brokenness and rock bottom when they went into the treatment, but now they're starting over in a whole new identity. Um, this whole sober identity that they have, they cannot go back to their old friends. They cannot go back to old places. They cannot rely on that support system. They need a whole new support system. So basically they're alone and many come out, most come out with um, hopefully a place to live, but that's not a given. They come out, most of them don't have transportation. Um, they're looking for jobs and they need a new community. They need new connections. And that's what New Each Morning provides for them. So how does New Each Morning work then? So how do you get a client? How do you get them connected? Um, and how long do you and your volunteers work with them? All of our clients are referred to us from the local program treatment recovery places. We want to work with those treatment centers so that we can we can all work together for the best um, outcome for that client. So our our clients are referred to us. And then <clears throat> originally we thought that this program a woman would come in and it would be like a 90-day program, but you know, our core values are all about relationship. And when you build trust and relationship, that doesn't have an expiration date. So we launched in January of 2020, and I am still working with four of those clients. So it's, it is long-term post-recovery support. You kind of think of in the medical world where you have long-term medical care, it's long-term and those relationships are built and carried on. Now the relationship changes a little bit where we're not working weekly. Um, you know, we're checking in with them and, and continuing to be that support, but not on the uh, basis of every week. So it's basically an open-ended relationship. Sure. And, and you have a team of volunteers, right? That, um, that connects with your clients and, and helps along the way with this relational process, right? We do. I was the only one working the program, um, for the first year. I wanted to know, I wanted to know what it was like, what am I going to be asking our volunteers to do? What, what can I expect? What can I, how can I best help them to know what 
is coming. And so we then the second year we took on um, volunteers and then we have volunteers also working with the women and many other positions to volunteer for. One of the things I've heard you explain regularly is that the opposite of addiction is not sobriety, that the opposite of addiction is not sobriety. So explain this, if you would, and and how does New Each Morning address the solution if it's not just sobriety? So you are so right. The opposite of addiction is not sobriety. It is connection. And connection is exactly what we do at New Each Morning. We bring connection to the women on a regular basis. So weekly, um, daily, whatever it requires for that day. So they know that someone is out there um, caring about them. They know someone is out there that they can turn to, they can send a text to, they can call, they can ask for a meeting to resolve different issues that come up. But they know they're not alone because isolation and loneliness and all of that that starts building and creating turmoil in the thought process is alleviated when we meet with them and you know bring them back on track with the connection it's it's huge so talk about your success rate and and maybe you could even give us a couple of anonymous client success stories so we can understand the struggles and victories that your clients experience. Right. I love doing this. So we have actually at this point, we have a hundred percent success rate in not returning to the addiction lifestyle. We have, we have a couple mamas that have gotten their kids back. One of them uh, a couple years ago was the very first time she has four children, and it was the very first time that she has ever had all four of her children underneath her roof for Christmas um, for the very first time. Her oldest is 18, and her youngest is now seven. And so that was just a huge victory um, to celebrate that with, with her. We have another that has just celebrated her one-year sobriety. And in that time, she um, got a job, and in, I think, less than six months of that job, she was actually voted employee of the month at her work. And in the department where she works, it had been seven years since someone had been voted employee of the month in that department. We have a, a another um, client, and she... After coming out of the pro, out of uh, recovery program, she worked really hard to go through the steps to get her three children back. So now she is in an apartment and she has her three littles with her, and we are going to be working with her. She actually um, wants to go back to school, and so we are working on um, getting that set up for her now. So we work with them in the challenges and we celebrate the victories. And it's always so important to celebrate the victories, regardless of how big or little they are. But they know they have the connection with people. You know, I can get a text early in the 
morning or late at night or in the middle of the day, just celebrating something that happened in their day. So they know they can reach out and have someone celebrate with them or they got a challenge and we get to figure out how to work through it together. So it's, it's just incredible to be a part of helping someone walk forward in life, in life giving instead of life threatening. Well, Kathy, I love the success stories and uh, obviously I get to hear them regularly and it's, it's terrific, but you know, it doesn't come without investment. So the state is spending hundreds of millions of dollars a year on mental health, addiction, and homelessness. Is any of that money flowing to support to what you call the back end? Is any of it flowing to support your clients? And if, if not, then how are you funded? Well, you're right. There is so much going into being poured into the front end of the homeless um, addiction and mental health <clears throat> part of this equation and basically very little is going into the back end of it all of that needs to happen with the front end but the back end needs um, awareness and it needs support so in that we are privately funded we are have been privately funded through generous um, people in our community and businesses we need the support. We need the funding to support these women when they come out of the program. This whole process that they have gone through, and now here they are needing that support. So the return on the investment in this back end is incredible. We are helping them with you know, job preparation. So in that, we're, we're taking them shopping, and we're providing clothing for that appropriate um, job that they are going after we help them with job preparation in personal best appearance so that takes funding for the products and the workshops so we it's an investment in restoring lives lives in our community because they're coming out and they're going to work in our community and they are helping our community in the workplace as you know there's job help wanted signs everywhere. So our clients are coming out and they're filling that need and they are breaking the generational curses of recidivism. And this is where we need your help and your support to fund this post recovery support in our community. Well, as we move toward wrapping up here, what are a couple of key objectives that you have for new each morning this year? We need to raise money. We need to increase our volunteer team. We have had a very small budget. We do have a very small budget in the big picture. And we have been super efficient with the funds that have been donated to us. We help them with um, preparing for a job interview. So we help them with clothing that is appropriate for the job that they're going after. We help them with resumes and, you know, down to getting the birth certificates or driver's license. We help them with personal best appearance. And so we do a workshop that provides for them a training on how to do their makeup for everyday um, employment. And they get to keep those products that they just learned how to use 
And we help them in a variety of ways, but it does take funding. And so we have a budget this year of $85,000, which when you look at, you know, hundreds of millions going into this whole uh, community of addiction and support is pretty small. We need to build our team of volunteers. We need connection advocates that actually work with the women. And people disqualify themselves before they even give it a second thought. They want to help, but they feel like they're not qualified. Everyone is qualified. Everyone has something to bring to the table. So even though we don't have letters behind our name, we have life experience and we have hope and we have the ability to bring support and we have ears and we have a heart. And basically, that's what we need. We just need people to step up and help be part of the solution because that's what New Each Morning is. We are part of the solution in this giant problem. We need um, not only connection advocates, we need social media help with promoting um, what we are doing and getting getting our name out there to um, to bring more people in. So, Kathy, how can our listeners help uh, specifically with supporting the mission of New Each Morning and perhaps more importantly with the clients that you serve? Well, just like all nonprofits, we need financial support. People can become regular monthly donors. They can do one-time donations. They can attend and support through different fundraising events that we have. We don't have a large budget, but... We need help in providing the funds to help these women in the different categories that we use. We help them in. We need volunteers. Again, we need connection advocates that work with the women. You know, this is not just about working with the women. It always brings blessing back to the people that are working with the women and the program as well. We need licensed hairdressers. We need people in social media and advertising to come on board and help support to bring awareness that New Each Morning is out there. We have a Facebook page. People can simply go to the Facebook page and like our page and share our page. We have a morning encouragement every morning. And it posts at 7.07 every morning. And you can share that. You can encourage someone. You can bring awareness just through the Facebook post. So that's how people could help in the immediate um, sense. Terrific. Well, listen, as we close here, are there any last thoughts that maybe you'd like to share? Something we didn't cover. Well, as I said just a minute ago, the work that we're doing is never just about the women. It's about our community. It's about the people that are serving through New Each Morning and learning to serve well. We all have something to bring to the table. We all have something to give and to be a part of the solution. And so we just invite you to connect with me, connect with the volunteers in the team, the board that we have, and learn more about how you can be a part of the solution in our own community. Kathy, it's been great having you on the show. Thanks for the work you and your team does to serve the community. My main takeaway actually out of this, I hadn't heard you speak about this before, but it's about the 
not just the learning that um, women um, undertake when they're in a recovery program, but also the unlearning, the unlearning of of unhealthy behaviors, unhealthy choices. Uh, and I, I just think there's a lot to ponder on that. So uh, I, I'm really proud of you and I very much appreciate your message today. Thank you so much for all of your support. Thank you for the opportunity. And I look forward to seeing how we can all work together to build more on the back end of this life-giving work that we're doing. Thanks so much. My guest for this show has been Kathy Kosype, founding director of New Each Morning. You can learn more about the organization and its services at neweachmorning.org. That's neweachmorning.org. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to Cascade Views with Michael Sype. To find out more about Mike, 10X Catalyst Groups, and to hear additional Cascade Views episodes, visit 10xgroups.com. That's 10xgroups.com. You can secure your own copy of Michael Sype's best-selling book, The Avada Principle, at Amazon.com. And finally, please continue to get informed and actively engage in serving our Central Oregon community. Your voice matters.